Here we go. Bangers and mash, puppies, bangers and mash. Sketches and chaps, puppies, bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, puppies, bangers and mash. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. The chat is the mash and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are our coats, then the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants, then the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. Greetings, listener dear. Hello. We'll be back in your ear canal. That's right. I'm Tom. I'm Matthew. And I'm Ben. And wherever you be, throw your palms up in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Because if you're ready to mash with the bangers and the mash, everybody say... Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Everybody say hello, welcome to the show. That's right, we're back to give you our monthly dose of mucking around. Yeah, just silliness really, isn't it? Yeah, yes. some absolute great chat. Absolutely, so keep those headphones right where they are, if they're in your ears. <laughs> if, if they're not... If you've popped them somewhere else, move them immediately. Put them back into your ears, because that's where we're going to be operating throwing you all of our funny silliness for the next what 45 something like 45 50 minutes they'll know they'll know better than we do well let's start mucking around clarky how do we get into this one? Oh, we get into this one with some classic chat about neil young oh if you don't know who neil young is google him now and then you'll know <laughs> big Carry shout on. out to google there <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the episode um that neil young song that was just on in the bakery it's, I know what you're going to say, and it's by America, it's not by Neil Young. Really? Horse with no name. I've been to the desert with a horse with no name. Yeah. Does Neil Young sing for America? No, he's not, he's not the singer. What? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a famous kind of, um, no. what would you call it? People often mistake it for Neil Young, but um, it's the a name song-alike. Is, it's just, it's, it's, he's a sort of, yeah, the, the guy from America is a, <laughs> so, a song-alike. What do you, Yeah. Yes, no, go on. That's so that's not a Neil Young song. It's not a Neil Young song. Exclusive, guys. Wow. I, wish Exclusive. Someone, I wish there was someone who sounded just like me who would churn out bangers like that and people would assume it was me. What? Imagine if there were three guys <laughs> podcasting who sounded just like us and people were like, what? Fuck me, those guys are great. They're, they're not only do they do P band, but they do that really good one that they do. <laughs> <laughs> Salutations, darling listener. This is Thomas. I am Benedict. And I am Bartholomew Bartholomew, a.k.a. Matty Boombatty. Welcome to the latest Poppy's Steak and Frites. Yes, Hello. Welcome. We're going to be kicking things off today with a retrospective of all of Neil Young's work, uh, starting all the way back in 1969 with Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere. Going all the way up to 2016's Earth. Ah. Yes, and I do hope we take in 2005's A Prairie Wind. Well, we'd be remiss if we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is very, very entertaining. Yes, yes and funny. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Young's just getting like, can kudos I just, for something he hasn't even done there. No, because no one thinks it's it's Neil Young. Hey, everyone does. Listener dear does. Listen, uh, Parry. <laughs> yeah. Why don't, instead of wishing there was someone who was good, who people thought was you, why right. don't you just try to be better? Wow. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's sort of, that's sort of what you... lesson for life, That's it? sort of what you want, isn't it? You're kind of saying what Gandhi said of... Um... <laughs> it's, it's, it's been said many times. I'm very much the Gandhi of podcasting. You're, you're the song-alike of Gandhi, aren't you? I'm the song-alike of Gandhi. Yeah, but it's only because I'm... Be the change you want to see in the world. That's an uncanny Gandhi impersonation. <laughs> that's if Gandhi sang for Gomez. Um, if, Ga- if Gandhi were Gomez, if Gandhi, if Gandhi, when is that Gomez? jukebox musical going to happen? <laughs> if Gandhi sung for Gomez, Sir Ben Kingsley as Gandhi. God, has anyone all- done that? A jukebox. I know we're always discussing fucking show ideas. A jukebox musical that not only that pairs the music of one particular band with a 
great historical figure. Well, I like the way we were just talking about that, and now you've changed it into as if you've just had the idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm, Parry. I'm the Neil Young of this podcast. Parry, be better. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. But yeah, all right. Well, who would, who would, we, who would we do, though, if we were going to do it? Um, Sir Edmund Hillary. Sir Edmund. Sir Edmund. Oh, Sir Edmund, right. Sir Edmund Hillary. Sir Edmund Hillary, yeah. Who discovered the South Pole. Did he? Did he? I don't know. Be better, guys. <laughs> Sounds like he bloody did. A lot of people think he did. Oh, it was Neil Young, wasn't <laughs> it? It was Neil, it was Young. Neil Young. It was Neil Young who discovered the South Pole. I've been. I'm very cautious about in a very big ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very cautious after last PBAM. Of, oh yeah, of committing to saying yes to anything. Right. I think that's so my, my worry. To have. My worry. No is, and. That's the. That's our yeah, Absolutely. Rule. That is the rule from now on. If you say this fact, I go well. I'm not going to say yes or In no. In fact, you're very good at no anding on this podcast. You say no, and you say why you said no. Yes, I explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> you explain. You why show you don't like. This you is why working out. This is why I'm not a good improviser, uh, Thomas. <laughs> because well, there's two, there's two reasons. Firstly, I don't like other people's ideas. Secondly, when I have my own ideas, you talk over me. <laughs> so <laughs> I've never had a chance. <laughs> what is the opposite of yes and? No, uh, no, but. no, but. No if no no ifs no buts no no but it's gonna be no buts. I like no buts and I cannot lie. <laughs> no, I don't want no, no buts. Buts and <laughs> okay, so, so like, like I say, and, not an improviser. Are we going to try and no but each other then all the way through? All the way through, we're not. I mean, Do you think that's a good idea? I uh, no, but I think we should try it. Lovely. Well, hang on a sec. That was yes ending in sheep's clothing. Is that what? No that's what is? no butting is. Oh, it's a passive aggressive yes ending. No, I, I, like th- it. I think it's the alternative to. It's the only time you can say no is if you do no but. Oh right. So okay, you so have about... to uh, uh, suggest an alternative. Okay. What about no when then? <laughs> no when. <laughs> no. no when. No when. Yeah. Um, wait, but you didn't suggest an alternative. You suggested the same thing. <laughs> you went no, but yes. No, but okay. Yeah. Can I finish my point? Sure. Yes. If Has, I go to the I, desert on a no. horse, by the time I get there, I'm going to have given him a fucking name. I've, I've been through, you've been through the desert. All the way, if you're traveling through the desert. On a horse with no name. It felt good to horse, get out of the rain. You're going to give that horse a fucking name, aren't you? Yeah, but isn't it in the desert, you can't remember your name? So isn't, isn't the idea that, like, it's the desert that sort of, like... You'd give the, the horse a new name then, wouldn't you? Well, every, every ten seconds. <laughs> is, that your, like, is that your memory span in the desert? <laughs> you goldfish. I don't know if you, can't, how deserts work. if you can't remember your own name in the desert, I'm guessing you're not going to be able to remember the name of a horse who's you've so, just named. No, but you're not going to give yourself any old name, but you can give the horse any old name, can't you? <laughs> That's a good point. I'm on Wingnut, or whatever, you just go to the... Wingnut. I'm on Wingnut. we go. Wingnut the horse. Yeah, why not? Got to give a horse a name. You're not uh, st- being on a horse is unsettling enough, right? <laughs> Listen to it. When was the last time you were on a horse? Well, I, I think being on a horse is one of those things that I think I've done. Yeah. But I couldn't for definite say I have. Because of all that shit like Game of Thrones and stuff, people start, you start taking for granted what it means to be on a horse. Parry, have you got it? Have you got it on your CV? What, can ride a horse? Yeah. No. Ah, oh, it's the classic, is it? It's I, the classic lie that people get caught out. Again. But I don't think I'd ride a horse. Have you got that on your CV? Can drive a bus. <laughs> drive a bus because <laughs> yeah. you look like a you you look like a bus driver. Thank you. I think I think yeah, you'd be a good bus driver actually. Bless. 
Move down the bus, please. Okay. <laughs> oh, you've given yourself a character? I don't know why I've taken on Move that, so. down the bus, please. Move down the bus. That's where my accent like... is moving up the country. <laughs> didn't sound like he was having a good day, did he, that guy? It's like he was having a nice time. And then the horse got... I mean, ho- but yeah, have you never been on a horse? I've been on a horse, but I think it was that thing as well. When I was a, a child, I'd been on like a pony trek. And thought I could ride a horse. Yeah. And then a, a bit, you know, a few years down the line, you get on one and you're like, I can't do this at all. Yeah. I was supposed to go on a, on a, on a horse ride recently. I, I, it's, it seems too stressful, doesn't it? They're massive horses. You they are massive. You don't ever sort of think about how big a horse. I know. You I, see like a riot, uh, uh, like a p- police on horseback. You're like, bloody yeah. hell, these things are terrifying. Actually. They could really do you some damage. For yeah. They're not as big as a bus, though. No, that's yeah, but true. I've been, so, one oh, nil. No, no, you're not, you're not on a bus. The driver doesn't sit on the top I've of the been bus. been through a desert are we, on a bus with no number. <laughs> we should, we should do are like a robot. Sorry, we should Sorry. do like a robot wall style TV program. Bus versus horse. Where it's Tom in a bus versus various things. It'd be the new Top Gear. Well, this is this is actually this is good, Clarky. No, but we're going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> what's what? Busman uh, warrior. A, a, a bus could beat a horse, right? Yes. Oh, this is the see, this is the show. Yeah, yeah. This is but this is this is it. Wait, you, you said yeah, but this is the show, and then shook your head. Well, a horse can beat a bus over a hundred meters. It could beat it in a shitting competition, and it's got a nicer tail, right? So context is everything, isn't it? What's <laughs> please pl- Num- number of people you can fit on a horse? One nil bus. Are you playing top trumps with a, a bus yeah. and a horse? Bus and a horse. <laughs> I love it. Birthday, be- be- better birthday present. Horse, horse. power, one. A shitting composition. Yeah. Better birthday buses, present. I mean, I've said it before. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Buses don't shit, man. That's true. And Sno- I use Snoop, that. Snoop Dogg taught us that. Yeah, I use that for like, a, like, hey, no, no worries, man. Buses don't shit, baby. Yeah. Are you, are you <laughs> buses be right? don't shit, bro. Are you, have you learned your things for the test on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> buses don't shit, man. Buses don't shit. I ain't revising. And also, you can lead a bus to water, but and you can't it will make it drink. Sh- you can't make it shit. <laughs> yeah, you can't make a bus shit in water. You can lead a horse to water and you can make it both shit in the water. In fact, you can, you can do what it's like. You've seen the dress You can make it shit in the water and then dress on. You can do what it fucking likes. <laughs> no, the dressage, the bus, the, 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 sorry, the horse. I'm getting horses and buses. Bus confused. dressage. Bus dressage. That's just a, that's Is that just a show. <laughs> that's just wobbly driving. Isn't Tom it? Parry presents bus dressage. Okay. Move down the bus. <laughs> it started to, to dance. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it like you're out of control. Like the horse is. They in- don't look that in control when they're doing the old dressage, do they? That's, that's true. That's what I like about dressage. It feels like the horse has decided to dance and the person's <laughs> going along with it, like, whoa, god damn it. Don't just. <laughs> Behave like that's the thing with the dressage. Just it never behave. looks like someone's going. This is the routine because it's a goddamn horse. It's, it's very true, actually. Watching watching the commentary, well, it, it's the, uh, the Olympics. I could watch anything sure. apart from the dressage. Every time I watch, it, I was just like, I just don't know. And 
you've got someone going nuts in the commentary box. Going, That's amazing. Well, like, it is really? kind of all of it is kind of amazing. It is amazing, but I it's just weird. Just, sorry, Clark. I can't get my head round what's a good thing and what's a bad thing. Because it would start doing something, you'd be like, uh oh, <laughs> yeah, oh dear, yeah. oh it's really shit. The water oh, here. Oh dear, this is one scared. Horse. And then they're like, that's amazing. And then and then something else where you go, that looks good. And they're like, yeah. oh no no no. Well, that's what it'd be like with the bus. They'd be like, oh god, the the brakes have gone. <laughs> He's thinking of speed. (laughs) Speed, or as I call it, bus dressage. (laughs) Please, can we make speed three bus dressage? (laughs) Three bus dressage. (laughs) I I reckon reckon Keanu and Bullock are both in a situation where they would be willing to revisit the roles. They're both career-wise ready to do it. Totally. And actually, it's probably time for a reboot. Absolutely. Don't tell the passengers, but if this bus stops dancing, we're all going to blow. going to blow. Was that Keanu? Do, yeah. Was that one of the lions? We're, we're, we're all going to blow. We're all going to blow. So how did, they, how did they discover dressage? Because it's the weirdest of all the, of you know the Olympic arse, events. You know, those, you know those, there's a certain type of arse who Hello? really likes to show you what tricks they've taught their dog. Right, okay, like the biscuit on the nose or something like that. Yeah, and there's a certain type of dog owner that, like, their pride in their dog is the amount of control they have over it. You know, a bit oh. like the pride I feel with this podcast. Yeah. So wow, zero, zero pride. <laughs> zero pride. But the podcast that's going on by an identical person in your mind, oh. that's the one you love. Absolutely. So, that kind of person... That's interesting. ...got a horse. That's how dressage was invented. Jamie Foxx. And some cunt was like, come round to my garden party. Watch Poppy. Hip, hip, ho! <laughs> Poppy's my wife. Now look what I can do on this horse. <laughs> hey! Come on, lads. Oh, sorry, pigs. <laughs> I just listened to you. I just threw something at pegs. And it really clocked him in the head. It, it cracked it made, right it hit him on the head. It hit him on the headphone. Oh, hit him yeah. on the headphones. Which Fair is enough. Unfortunately, part of his own skull. Yeah, <laughs> a chicken with a skull that's got a headphone in it. <laughs> that's pegs. We're building a monster in pegs, aren't we? Yes, we are. But can we teach him to dance? Oh, that's pegs the key dressage. question. Pegs dressage. <laughs> Get a chicken on a string. <laughs> I mean, that's a separate. That's another separate pipe dream of ours. We've always wanted a chicken on a string. <laughs> Ever since we heard that Sandy Shaw song. (laughs) (laughs) You're still listening to Poppy's Steak and Frites, and that was a very insightful profile of London Mayor Sadiq Khan on what it was like to be the actual son of a genuine bus driver. Mm. Fascinating. And hats off to Mr. Clark for an excellent interview with an actual horse. Thank you. Giddy up. (laughs) Very, very entertaining. Yes, and very funny. By the way, I've, I, every joke I make is the joke that a really unfunny 57-year-old man who's about to die makes, right? That is, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Wh- why do... I'm, I am like, I'm like somebody's uncle. You are. You're it's, our uncle. I'm basically your uncle. When did that happen? You're listening to Dear's uncle. I'm listening to Dear's uncle. <laughs> I look like an uncle. I dress like an uncle. I smell like an uncle. 
Could we yeah. do that by Depol? Could we become the listeners' uncles? Like if they. <laughs> no, that's how Depol works. No, but we absolutely can't. <laughs> if we set up a Kickstarter and it was like, give £30 and we'll become your uncle. What? Could that happen? I, I mean, don't... I'd love £30, but. Yeah, we could. <laughs> that £30 would, would, would be coming at exactly the right time. It would go a long way. Would it you would... give your unclehood away for £30? My unclehood. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like selling your virginity on eBay. Giving your oh, unclehood can away. Can we do that? Oh, that'd be so funny for our Kickstarter. <laughs> you could have that virginity for £90. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how upsetting. I. Yeah, that's right. Because I, I think we, we we are at the stage now where we probably should start a sort of Kickstarter, start setting up some sort of some sort of. I benefits. thought you were just going to say start losing having sex. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's getting to that time now. We saved it so long. Okay, for, for, so here's the question: If the Uncle Hood on eBay thing was a thing, yeah. right, for a Kickstarter, yeah. how does it work? How, yeah, how does it work? That, no, no, we, we need to know that. Oh, that's not the question. We know how it works. I think that's. I think whatever your question is, I think the bigger question is how does it work? No, but, but basically, no, I no, have to change but, my name to Uncle Ben. No, but, yes. <laughs> there was a guy in my school called Ben Rice. There was a guy in my school called Ben Rice. Was there? Yeah. No shit. Oh wow. And he's got a sister. Ben Rice. What? Please, Pilau. <laughs> <laughs> no. Egg fried. No. Egg, egg fried. What I'm egg saying is, right. she must have had kids by now. Yeah. Yes. So? Uncle Ben Rice. Uncle Ben Rice. Official. It was how my brother told me he... You, you he, were adopted. He, <laughs> <laughs> Weird, that. You don't look like any of the other members of your family who are all black. <laughs> <laughs> There's having... no Father Christmas. No? We'll no, they this. never told me that. He told you about the birds and the bees using Ben Rice. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, he told me I was going to be an uncle by giving me a, a pot of Uncle Ben's sauce. Oh. And then said, is that, is that a date? Don't use that. <laughs> so, had they been trying for a long time? <laughs> they shouldn't have bought the sauce before they'd had the kid. <laughs> Um, no, my question being, you know how the system works. The system works that for a price, you can buy someone to be your uncle. Right? <laughs> so okay. are we setting That's up like the a... kind of dystopian, a... capitalist world we live in now. Well, it's like a fucking sci-fi film, This right? is like the guys you met at End of the Road Festival who are hiring out puppies. Jesus Christ. Well, we'll talk about them in a second. But we are hiring ourselves out to be your uncle. But my question and to you, And what does boys, that entail? Well, you know what uncles do. No, I... No. So, um, my question is... You've got uncles, right? Yeah, but so I don't really do? see any of them. Exactly. That's ah, that perfect. The, oh, the 30 quid, Clyde, you will leave you alone. Occasionally a bit of sage advice. Do you maybe get sage advice a, Maybe uncles? one gathering. One, or one, one of one our uncles. One gathering? Yeah, maybe a barbecue. What, like a wicker man situation. <laughs> <laughs> the, the uncle burning. Every year we burn an uncle. That's a hell of a festival. For I don't like that. No. But I see my uncles more than Clarky does, clearly. I'm just assuming what Clarky's uncle... Well, well, we are uncles. So. We're all uncles That's already. True. What do you do as an uncle? Well, I charge £30 a year. <laughs> okay. This wasn't, this wasn't going to be my question, though. I think, well, I think my question was going to be, right? Go on. Who would you pay to... You could buy an uncle. Who would it be? Oh, that's a and great... And what price? Scofe. Scofe. Scofe would be... Imagine uncle. if your uncle was Schofield. I'd go Philip up to Schofield. 800 quid for Hanks. Oh, Hanks. Oh, Hanks would be an amazing uncle. Uncle, uncle Tom Hanks. I mean, oh, 800. Uncle Tom's not great, but uh, <laughs> Uncle Hanks. Uncle Hanks is. Uncle Hanks. 
Oh, like, you've, you've nailed it there. Yeah, that's why I'm going. I'm, I'm immediately regretting Schofield. But as we know, it's touch a piece, move a piece. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the rule. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've picked up Schof. You're paying for him. Absolutely. But you didn't give a price, so you can come in low. 15 quid. 15 quid. Clark, Clarky, you've got a choice. You can either outbid for Schof. Or if you come in with 20, and I know he hasn't got 20, <laughs> but if you come in with 20, Scope's yours, mate. I've got a very nice Ian Duncan no, Smith no, for £8. Pounds. Oh, not Clarky, for me, thanks. You can't have Uncle Sting and you can't have Uncle Chan. <laughs> Why can't you have Uncle Sting? Sting can't. would be a great uncle. Sting's ruled himself out. Sting would, Sting would you know, he's too he, sexy. He, would, he would sort you out with drugs. He'd be amazing. <laughs> he's too sexy. He's only sexy with his wife. He's not sexy with his with his nephews. No, I know, but you know when you don't want to know your uncle's active. You know? <laughs> yeah, you That's don't want to true. know. The great thing about having me as an uncle is you'll never know that I'm sexually active. <laughs> I mean, you never have been, have you? That's I haven't thing, yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Once and that eBay weirdly, comes through. Weirdly, you're an uncle. How did you manage that? I know. How did I, a man who's never had sex, manage to have upwards of three nephews? Ooh. Test tube nephews. I get a bid 50, 50 quid for uh, Timothy Spall. Oh, I like that. He's, he's going to be a grumpy old uncle, though, isn't he? Yeah, but that's, that's kind Is of that what you want? That's my vibe. Yeah. I, think, I think it's just Stockholm Syndrome. I think because your uncles don't treat you that well, and we've established that, yeah. um, <laughs> you've, you're picking somebody who probably isn't going to treat you that well. You're, you're, you're like, the, you're like yeah. the, the, someone who goes for bad girls or bad boys because you know they're going to break your heart. Spall could easily be a Dickens uncle. No, here's what depends I th- what role he's in. Oh, that's true if he's in potter mode and he's got slightly long nails and longer straggly hair if he you're had, sleeping in the cellar if he had big big mutton chop sideboards do you know what I yeah. think though I think with Spall it'd be like I'd go and have to spend a weekend with him and the, it, it'd be like it'd be like scent of a woman like by the end you get <laughs> what? Heart, heart of gold doesn't he have sex at the end of scent of a woman what no. isn't that the ending of it no he smells a girl at the end of it. That's oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what says, truly this is the scent, scent. of <laughs> a woman. Taylor's all the time. I've been through the desert on a horse with no name. It felt good to get out of the rain. Um, what about McDuck? Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever called him McDuck. <laughs> McDuck's an uncle of Hilarion. Like lead on McDuck. <laughs> I like. I like. I like McDuck. Is there an uncle club? No. <laughs> by the way, if there is, they are all going to be arrested very, very soon. Because <laughs> if I don't want to go on that 4chan thread, <laughs> Unc- no way am I going to a uncle club. <laughs> uncle club. There's a real, st- real stigma with uncles, isn't the it? World's like, the world's first website for uncles. We just want to talk about cool fashion. Craft <laughs> ale. Your favourite bands. Oh. What are Travis doing now? Where the, come to Uncle. Like, where the doll the, touch you? Come to Uncle Club. Have some of this single malt whiskey. What do you buy them for their bloody birthday? It's like for cool uncles. Yeah. What was the last Blue Harbour sweater you bought? <laughs> yeah. And we'll be answering the eternal question: bus or horse? <laughs> Pub chat for uncles. Shall we hire a bus and drive it round South London and bus. pick up all the uncles? The uncle bus. <laughs> like the child catcher, only weirdly creepier. The uncle herder. <laughs> the uncle herder. The uncle herder. Oh, I've got it. You all wear uncle bracelets. <laughs> what, round your uncles. <laughs> you Is it a given, chain gang? Is it an uncle chain gang? uncle bracelets. 
a lovely bit of business. What the heck I is going on? I don't know, actually, if that's... I think that might be a good idea. For too long, <laughs> uncles... That's what the angle would be. I bet someone For too would, long, uncles have been maligned. Yeah. But now, we're, we're, we're letting them hop on the bus and we're actually... making uncles cool again. And actually, speak, speak from the heart, because a lot of uncles get suppressed by the other members of the family. They're sort of the bottom feeders of the family hierarchy, uncles. Yes. You know... Oh, oh, the uncles! Here. Oh, uncles coming! And we can have uncle days where it's like. Uh, By the know, way, when I say oh, uncles coming, I mean yeah. like round the house. <laughs> yeah, you do. You yes. do like uh, disappointing. Like, and you do uncle days where like we race nephews and nieces and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nephew dressage. <laughs> I, I think there's something in that. I quite like. Could we? Could we? Ra- could we race uncles? Could we do an uncle race? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the least committal, yeah, I've ever heard. Hanks against Spall against Scoff. Okay, that's a good one, actually. Oh, that's not good. Well, Spall's not <laughs> winning. <laughs> um, so it's, 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 it's a sack race. It's Spall versus Scoff versus Hanks. I reckon it's a photo finish between Scoff and Hanks. And by that, they're, they're the only two that you want a photo of. Here, you want to have a selfie with. <laughs> Spall's lost a lot of weight, though, isn't he? He's looking a bit trim. Yes, he has indeed. I don't know if he's lost enough weight to be, you know, in <laughs> castaway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's lost enough for it to be a topic of conversation. <laughs> Come no, on. but... Gotta have a go-to bit. Have you started to worry about, like, when you're in... Uh, in fact, Clarky did this the other day. Uh-oh. No, no, not in a bad way, in a good way. You're good at it, actually, and I'm worried I'm not that good at it, which yeah. is... When you're in a situation like down the pub, and it slightly dries up what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. For example, like, Crosby, if you suddenly chirped in with... I tell you what, lads, Spall's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, it's not great pub bants, right. Tom. I so think it's like that agree. thing of going like, or you're with your mate, or you're, with, you're in company, you don't have to be just with your mate, and it's like, oh, what shall we chat about now? It's the art of idle chitter-chatter, isn't it? Well, I'm sp- not very good at that, I sport- don't think. Sport is the key there, isn't it? So yeah, it's, it's what sport gives you. Yeah. Cla- we were studying the field, we were at this festival, we were waiting to watch a band, and Clarky just says, if I was in the desert, on a horse about with no name why don't people play dead yeah so that when a vulture comes to eat them you suddenly go ha I'm awake kill the vulture and eat the vulture that is a very very good question uh, so it was like but it was just there in his he was ready to go with it we weren't in the desert it was like let's talk about this now well, t- we talked about being in the desert very very quickly Clarky why did why did that pop into your head don't know I really don't know. I think that's the key. I think Clarky is a filterless conversationalist, right? Is that a compliment? It is a compliment, yeah. <laughs> In that he doesn't stop to think. Pegs is like this, only he needs to stop to think. Right. Um, he doesn't stop to think, will this be entertaining? Will he, this be racist? Will- <laughs> <laughs> You've got to filter yourself, Pegs. No, but like Clarky doesn't stop to think, will this be entertaining? Um, he just goes, I'm going to talk about this and it's up to everybody else to hop on board. Right. And I think that that's a, that's a, that's a key skill. And I don't think you have it because I think you worry too much about things like conversation drying up or whether or not the, um, people are going to find you interesting. So have you got a go to, have you got, what's your, what's your joker? Well, my joker's usually, 
I don't know if you saw Spall <laughs> in the caretaker on on the old Vic stage as I did. Two things: hasn't he lost weight, and isn't he doing a very uncanny impression of John Kearns? I think we should definitely. Do, I think that thing hasn't of- Spall lost weight. By the way, that can be. Listen, listen to dear, dear. Yeah, listen to dear. Say. If you, yeah, this is it. If you have a conversation that dries up at work, throw in in the house. Hasn't Timothy Spall lost a lot of weight recently? And just see where it sits. You know, you know. Te- Spall, uh, you text know us the results. Yeah. Tweet, tweet us the results. Don't tweet, text yeah, us. Le- we'll give you Clarky's number at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> tweet the results of Spall's lost weight, and if you can do it with a stranger, all the better. On a yeah. tube or on a bus, all the better. I tell you, he's lost weight. Timothy Spall. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really just good challenge take, take your headphones out now and just shout it to the carriage <laughs> how to, how to chat you, with a girl how to chat to a girl wearing headphones yeah tap her on the shoulder <laughs> just tap her on the shoulder and say headphones off mate uh, I'll tell you what sports lost weight <laughs> if you're currently at the gym if you're on the treadmill pop your headphones out and scream to the rest of the gym good luck losing as much weight as sport you cunts <laughs> <laughs> and if you know someone who's lost weight, say bloody hell. I mean, you know Timothy Spall. You're on the way. <laughs> let's get Spall trending. Let's get Spall's lost weight trending. Let's get it. So let's make this so popular that by the for Christmas, Spall is releasing his own exercise yes. DVD. Oh my god, he's Just- become the unlikely face of weight loss. You're listening to PSAF, and what a scintillating interview from Thomas there of the actor Timothy Spall. And kudos for not mentioning his weight once. <laughs> Why would I when I was concentrating on the movie Mr. Turner? His finest performance as one of our country's finest painters, I think you'll agree. Agreed. And what was astonishing, I thought, about that interview was just how funny it was as well. Yes. Do you think he listens? No, but I bet his son does. Rafe. Rafe. That's what I was going to say about uncles. I wouldn't have picked Timothy Spall as my uncle because I think Rafe strikes me as someone who's a bit of a bell. No, he seems lovely. Mm, what do you think? Is he lovely? You've just, you've just said that he listens and then you followed up with his bell. Hey, listen. Hey, I am the kind of podcast that will happily call the listener dear a bell when I know they've stepped out of line. Right? Yeah, fair enough. What have the listener dears done recently that stepped out of line? Um, I wasn't happy when I was born... Uh, you weren't happy when you were born. Let's just finish the sentence there. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't happy with George Osborne when he was fucking about. Is George is Osborne a listener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. You know he's my weird crush? Yeah. Uh, I've, what? I've fi- I find George Osborne unbearably sexy. It's, it's a problem. This is a problem. It's a this real problem. A problem. Let's look at this. Holy crap. Um, I, when I see him all dishevelled, you know when he's had a cokey night on it? And he's all dishevelled in Parliament. You like that? I love it. It's really like, like I'm, you know, obviously I, I know that sexuality is a is a spectrum, is fluid. Uh, but oh, well, okay, it, it, <laughs> that we don't need to know about the fluid, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that gets me right where it's pure, um, and I, 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 I can't really explain why. I think it's like I think he's a man who clearly doesn't care. Just imagine what he'd do to you in bed. <sighs> you know, like. He doesn't, he doesn't care about, it, like, anything. This is making my back sweat. Wow. It's making more than my back sweat, mate. <laughs> so that's two for two now. Spores two lost two. weight and I fancy George Osborne has absolutely shut the conversation down. There have yeah. been absolute crackers going on. Yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> you asked me to explain it. I just, I just, I, I, I can just picture myself 
in bed with Osborne going, do to me what you've done to the economy. Absolutely wreck me. Gosh. Yeah, I mean, there's no... There's no coming back from this, really, is there? No. The final P-Bam. The final of a P-Bam. We can still be mates, can't we? I don't think so, no. No, I don't think so. This is the end. I'm going to play my favourite Neil Young song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a fun... Is that a fun game for dear listeners as well? Any song that's playing on the radio, just say the birthday with, I love Neil Young. And then leave. (laughs) But also, it'd be fun if they... Because they can't really call you up on it. Because if they go, this isn't Neil Young, you go, yeah, no. If I worked in an office, I'd <laughs> I was just telling you I love Neil Young. <laughs> if I worked in an office, I'd do shit Check like the that all the time. I'd be like, "That's the guy who doesn't know who Neil Young is." <laughs> like someone, so like one person would be like, "So that would be if, your office quirk." If they ever go for work drinks, but I'd do that to every, for everyone in the office. I'd do one different thing so that when they go for work drinks and I'm not there, they'd be like, "Someone would be like, you know, Tom doesn't know who Neil Young is." And you'd go, "Yeah," and also he thinks that he's Diet my uncle Coke is a juice. And whatever it is, like, he thinks a diet coke is one of his five a day, and it'd be like, no, no, it's, that's not it. He thinks that, like, if you put a capital letter in front of something, it's a name. Like, I don't know, like, you know, you just and you'd spend a lot of time knowing, like, okay, well, when I'm with Adam, I I don't know who Neil Young is. You just, so would you wow-y. have to keep a little spreadsheet of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. hanging out with that. What about if you're hanging out with two people? Because that happens in an office situation. There's three of you. Yeah. Are you going to have to constantly be capitalising things and drinking or, diet? Or maybe for just like, at that time you go you go a bit quiet. Yeah, and then for th- no for three years you do that. And then, like on, and then after three years of do like a different thing, you're with the manager. Each person, a different thing with each person. You keep a spreadsheet. You make sure you're consistent. Three years, you come to the office dressed all in black with a camouflage bag full of ammo and like a rifle. No, you just fucking go bang, 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 bang. You just shoot them all up. What the hell is going on? With I mean, this today? this is <laughs> just saying. If I worked in an office, can that's I, all. Like, can I just say this has been a quirks? this has been a very special episode. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure we can put this one out. No, I'm not sure either. It's been some really upsetting stuff. I mean, I, I was so pleased when you started talking again because there was such a, 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 a silence after what I said. Well, let's not revisit it, but there was such a silence after I thought, <laughs> oh, thank God, Parry, this is one, you know, he claims he's not very good at this when the conversation dries up, but here he is. Off he he picks up the mantle and he talks about being an office weirdo. Lovely. Then you, then you, then you broach the thorny issue, and I think that's putting it lightly, of people murdering their co-workers. Yeah. In you go. <laughs> in you go. Nuts and bolts. So anyway, guys, you're in the desert. On a horse. Out. On a horse with no name. <laughs> Why don't you kill and eat your horse? <laughs> because you don't know its name. Have you got Have you got to go to... Would you... Um, I was thinking like this because I bet on a horse this week. People bet on horses whose names mean something to them. Yes. So, ergo, when you name a horse, you you want people to bet on your horse, right? Is that how it works? Uh, do you yes. get a cut of that? I, th- I think so. If people bet on your horse, do you get stuff? Oh, I don't oh, know. I don't know. I don't know. It feels like you want people to bet on your horse. Yeah. So, but it's just sh- like you want surely to the more people betting on it, the, the, it's going to drive the odds down. Down. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. Do you know what? So here's the question. I don't understand. So 
gambling. Right, well, let's look at it both ways. Yes. No but. Let's no but this. Let's right? no but this situation. Yeah. You buy a racehorse, you want people to bet on it because its name means something to you. Right. What do you call the horse to give it maximum potential betting? Like... Mummy? <laughs> <laughs> mummy the horse? It's not bad. Everyone, everyone's got Everyone a mummy. Everyone loves the film. Everyone loves a, everyone loves the film Mummy the Horse. <laughs> oh, the Mummy with Brendan Fraser. With yeah, yeah, Fraser. yeah. I was good. That was my Paul second one. George of the Jungle was going to be my second choice. <laughs> and then, or then Encino Man. What about the Mummy with Brendan Fraser? Is a funny name for a horse. <laughs> the Mummy with Brendan Fraser, the horse. I mean, Uncle Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Uncle Brendan Fraser, the horse. Well, yeah, that I, I like Mummy. Mummy's quite good. Okay, so Mummy the Horse. I was thinking your oldest child. Or you're like your firstborn? Ch- no, that sounds quite sinister. Your firstborn child. Your firstborn child seems like isn't that it what uh, like what Herod? Yeah, what Herod yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, <laughs> your your ex. Oh, I was going to say your least. Your God. least. Your favorite ex girlfriend. Your favorite ex girlfriend. That's not a bad name for a racehorse. What? Your favorite ex girlfriend. Hello. I like that actually. I that think sounds this- eh? But wouldn't you just go with your girlfriend? Because that should be your favourite of the girlfriends. Yeah, but that's not your favourite ex-girlfriend. Your favourite ex-girlfriend isn't your girlfriend. But also, your girlfriend <laughs> feels like... I don't know. It's, it's a bit like saying your mum. That's why I didn't say your mum. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's it's, true, yeah. Your favourite ex-girlfriend feels like a, 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 a phrase rather than a... a I'd a, bet a, on your favourite ex-girlfriend. Would you? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell her that dressage, right? I'll text. I'll text her. Well, she'll be dancing in the streets. Your favourite ex-girlfriend or my favourite ex-girlfriend or favourite ex-girlfriend? Favourite? Your favourite? Ex- I think your favourite ex-girlfriend. Your favourite ex-girlfriend sounds like a, a, a sitcom. I'm not watching. Yeah, it does, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> okay, so we've got mummy. We've got mummy. We've got your favourite ex-girlfriend. Clarky is going to go for. Timothy Spall. I, I'm going to go for the bus. And it's an actual bus. Oh, he's played an absolute blinder here. The bus and it's an actual bus is the full <laughs> name. That's of it. The... But it's a yeah. horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bus it's and it's an actual bus, but it's a horse. Yeah. Full name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you saw that in the papers, in the Racing Post... Oh, I'd have to. You'd, you'd bet on the bus, but it's an actual bus, the horse. Are there any rules against what you can call your horse? Uh, I imagine like you can't have expletives. Why not? Fucking horse. What about like shit off a shovel? If you called your horse like shit off a shovel, yeah, it's su- it already suggests it's fast. Yes, true. I don't think you can have expletives. Though. I think Clark is right because like, I think like the poop, kind of poop, I don't like want to be poop off a shoot. I don't want to be <laughs> what like poop off a shoot. Poop off a shoot. It comes okay. at your poop bum off. like a poop off a shoot diarrhea. <laughs> oh, Clarky, why did you have to make it so disgusting? <laughs> We're having a highbrow conversation about naming horses here. Poop on a shoot's not bad. Poop on a shoot. Um, poop, poop out a shoot. Poop on a shoot. Poop, up, poop off a shoot. Poop off a shoot. Poop off a shoot. Yeah, go on. Why, Drop why have we changed the word shovel? <laughs> well, because poop off a shovel doesn't quite fit, doesn't it? does it? Um, all right, we'll, 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 let's, let's dispatch that. Let's, we'll, yeah. We don't like that one. Should we buy a horse? All right, yeah, that could be one of our Kickstarters. Oh, can't we just have a Kickstarter for, like, our own rent? <laughs> Do we have to buy weird purchases? With well, no, no, no. We, we'd, have to, we'd have to hire a stable, I think. We couldn't keep a horse in the house. Mm, I reckon... Oh, hang on. Sounds I re- like we already do. I reckon... 
That's not a horse. It's a pterodactyl. <laughs> Which, by the way, I would lie on the ground and pretend I was dead, and then when it landed, I'd eat it. Oh my god! Imagine eating a pterodactyl. That T Rex from Jurassic Park. Oh, as you, and they're your horse. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, and that T Rex from Jurassic Park is going through. Oh, it's just good. beaten mummy. Just eaten mummy. Fucking hell! What a fun! What a fun job! Like, could we have an agency that's like? Uh, like I think, right? Like since I did a show last year about uh, fancy dress, I'm start. I get a lot of messages now from people who I know and don't know saying, "I've got a fancy dress party coming up." What, what should I the theme ask? be? Yeah, right? yeah. What if we like? Could we put all things into like? Could we run like a fun agency that's like? It's a list of things like trouble thinking of what to go as the fancy dress party. Yeah, stuck on conversations in the office. Uh, you know, um, want a silly name for your horse or new dog. You know, like hop aboard the Uncle Bus. <laughs> yeah, and, and like and it's like I think Uncle people yeah. send us like something, and like for a two quid, we give them three fun yeah, things, a suggestion each. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad call at all. So if, yeah, so for three, is it three quid a month? Is it like a or, or a just service. it's a one off payment? It might be a one off payment. I don't. Know, do you subscribe? So for one a one off payment, of three quid, like, we'll or, teach you a magic trick. Yeah. What? No. 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 It, no. It's not can't, like can't we, be something we can't that good. Skills. No, but I mean, like, like you know, the thing where you make it look like your thumb's coming off. No. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be like your funny. Ma- I, I think we'd call it yourfunnymates.com. and it'd be like, oh no, and it'd be like, no, uh, mate, it'd be no, like, we, it'd be like, wanna, wanna, oh. wanna have the best, wanna go into. We fall at the first hurdle. Just wanna go into the like Brendan Fraser in-, in the Mummy. The horse. You want you want to go into the office on St Patrick's Day with the best costume? Ask your funnymates.com and we'll be like, go as the Giants Causeway using egg boxes, and they'd be like, thanks, your funnymates.com. Bloody hell, Parry. The that's problem good. is, I think the kind of people who would contact us are the sort of people who love like the lads' Bible. But what? But I think what you, your suggestions, like going as the Giants Causeway, are a tiny bit more esoteric. That's what we do. So you can't we call it your funny mates. Your esoteric call mates. It. Yeah. Contact your esoteric mates. E- esoteric, esoteric uncles.com. Esoteric uncles, no. <laughs> the esoteric Don't uncles sounds like they're the, supporting the Kaiser Chiefs. The, <laughs> I was going to say, they sound like the worst team on Only Connect. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Um, well, anyway, I just think an agency that does fun things like name horses for people, I'd love to keep on naming horses. <laughs> well Tom there's literally nothing stopping you <laughs> Tom the world is your stable I mean because all you're doing is you all you have to think about is what the racehorse commentator has to say right what about yes. there goes that fat slag <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what's that? oh. <laughs> And it's Piccadilly, Piccadilly's going through, Piccadilly away from Waltzing Matilda, and there goes that fat slag, he's in third, there goes that fat slag, there goes that fat slag, there goes that fat slag wins! That that is definitely straight out of your funny mates. Yeah, that's that's what your funny mates would call a horse, unfortunately. That's not... (laughs) (laughs) Vice Admiral Horatio Nelson. Oh, an excellent name for a horse. Mine would, of course, be Marcel Proust. <laughs> Informative and very funny. But no one names dogs like they name horses, and that's a shame, isn't it? 
That's true. It's never a turn of phrase, yeah. is it, with a dog? Yeah. Like, if I had a dog, I'd name it like a horse. I... Well, that would be his name. Horse. <laughs> no, like a horse. Horse is a good name for a dog. Horse is a great name for a dog. Right. Okay. Oh, I'll definitely call my dog horse. Could you Just call... Just being in the, sh- in the park sh- yelling horse. Well, you'd get Do a you very- think you'd get a you'd horse get- would come up? To- no, or you'd, or you'd, you'd buy some heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heroin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's not, not the most horse. subtle way to buy it, but... Uh- <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking for horse. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate, you've come to the right place. <laughs> It's like when a guy. Uh, it's like when a guy in Brixton stopped me, and I was on the phone. I was in the queue to the dog star, and I was on the phone, and he said Charlie, and I was talking to my wife Charlie, and I said uh, yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, just round the corner. I was like, oh no, 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 my wife's called Charlie. Uh, I don't want to buy it. Well, actually, I was thinking about it, uh, but no, it was. Uh, That's really nice. to say to a drug dealer. Actually, uh, yes. What a, what a funny coincidence. <laughs> I am chatting to my nephew, skunk. <laughs> oh, you are a cool uncle. I am a cool uncle. Giving un- your nephew a nickname? I am a cool uncle because I'm getting, I'm blazing with my nephew. <laughs> blazing with my seven-year-old nephew, Sam. The kind of uncle who's going to get you weed. Yeah, that's, like, it seems cool, but it's actually tragic. Oh, yeah. It's a bit like when you tragic. were, uh, when you were at school and the, the girl you fancy would, like, go and meet her boyfriend at like three o'clock and he wasn't in school he was a bit older and you're like I want to be that guy and then when you are that guy you're like why am I that guy <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's a bit like in school when that girl you fancy would go and meet her uncle <laughs> and she'd give her weed <laughs> I didn't realise that's, that's exactly where you were going to go with that <laughs> it's literally that yeah um, yeah so dog my dog's going to be called horse we've established yeah uh, but I think generally people naming their dogs or cats or budgies like their racehorses would brighten the world. I like Just it. Just another suggestion from your funny mates. <laughs> We're giving our stuff away for free. I love the fact that we've already got we've got a podcast. We've called it Bangers and Mash, but I want a website for some reason. <laughs> we've got a website as well. I know. We do have a website, That's the, yeah. the problem with us is we've never stuck to consistent branding. <laughs> <laughs> we we were called Pappies. Yeah. We had a TV show called Bad Alts. Yeah. We gave each one of our Edinburgh shows a different name. <laughs> We've never really... Like, no wonder we can't get a following. Oh, do you like Pappies? Oh, I like Bangers and Matt. It's not... It's... it's we, we, I go to pappiescomedy.com to get to... That's how I get to PBAM, which is Bangers and Mash. And on there, they talk about yourfunnymates.co.uk, which is a new business that they've sorted. I go to their live night secret dude society. I walk their dog that's called Horse. I listen to their other podcast called Flatshare Slamdown. Why couldn't we have just called everything Pappies? And they also sell me heroin. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why... They're also my uncle. actually a friend. Well, the tax man don't know. Sorry, that's not the problem with selling heroin, is it? (laughs) (laughs) I've been selling... Right, I've been selling heroin. I don't care about the police knowing. I just don't want the tax um, man to know. What the tax man don't know is a great name for a horse. What the tax man don't know. Or tax dodge. You'd be... Oh, yeah, but you'd be audited every single year, (laughs) wouldn't you? If you're a tax dodge, you called it tax dodge. Oh, that's a good name. What the tax man don't know is a great name for a cat. Yeah, (laughs) or or tax dodge is a name for a dog. (laughs) Tax dog. <laughs> tax dog. I like tax dog as a name. <laughs> and you Sounds have... like a really bad superhero. <laughs> tax dog. And you put him in a high-vis vest. Uh, and he does your self-assessment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ta- tax. Here we go. We've got, we're, we're lucky enough now to have tax dog here. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yes. Tax dog. Yes. Now, as a performer, uh, I believe. Are, are you allowed to uh, declare twelve point five percent of your of your laundry bills? Oh, oh. Sausages. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tax dog. Tax dog. Imagine if tax dog's the thing that makes it. Through. Do you think? Do you think we could sell that to Nickelodeon or the, or the Disney Channel? Do you think that character's got uh, universal likability? <laughs> Kids need to learn about tax. Kids need to learn about tax. Do you remember we once went on the um, the Animax show? Yeah. And it was a cool show for, like, cool young people, and we talked about doing our tax return and never got a rebooking. Never <laughs> went back to Radio 1. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, dear, we should say that normally we record P-Bum around a kitchen table or, like, a dining room table. I think this has been too loosey-goosey. And we're all on, cl- we're all on comfy chairs today. And we, Listener deer can tell. Listener deer can tell something's going on. They can, hit, they can feel the recline. They can feel we're just too relaxed. We're just too open in every sense. Yeah. We've, we're all, we've all got that very sort of splayed that's why posture. Have, it's why that's they have why a psychiatrist couch. That's why George Osborne stuff. It's a, that's why they have a psychiatrist couch it's, and not a, not a dining room table. Not a psychiatrist dining room table. You don't go and sit at a dining room table for your shrink. We've basically psychoanalysed ourselves and come up with nothing. We've come up with a bloody good business idea. Don't do your, let's not do yourself down, okay? We've come up with a bloody good business idea. <laughs> Yourfunnymates.com, We've yeah. come up with a great name for a, a, both a dog and a horse. Um, we've worked out the back catalogue of Neil Young. Yes. Um, we've learned your darkest fantasy. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, we've learned that I should never work in an office. <laughs> Seems fair. Um, and Clarkie has absolutely cracked how to stay alive in the desert. And also, he's cracked oh, how to how to uh, liven a conversation up. Yeah, just mention Spall's weight loss. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know what? This is. Uh, you know what? I think this has been a tremendous success. Next time, I think we should record P Bam. All three of us in a bed together. Um, would would you would you consider doing naked P Bam for comic relief? No. <laughs> but <laughs> well, that's the problem. <laughs> Well, that concludes this month's Poppy Steak and Frites, or PSAF. Thank you for listening. I've been Thomas. I've been Benedict. And I've been Bartholomew Bartholomew, a.k.a. Matty Boombatty. And this has been a very special episode because we've performed it entirely in the nude. And we'd like to thank our very special guest, George Osborne. Pappy's Bangers and Mash 2.9 or P-Bam 2.9 was written, improvised and performed by Tom Parry, uh, Paneer Masala, Mushroom Pilau and Garlic Naan. This is your trad order at a curry house, mm. is it? Okay, well I had a curry last night so let's try and remember. Um, uh, Matthew Crosby, uh, something with prawns, it's always going to be something with king prawns, um, uh, uh, mutter paneer, always that, possibly a bit of sagaloo and a garlic naan. Uh, and Ben Clark, uh, lamb madras, a uh, a kimanan, and an egg fried rice. And it was produced by producer Pegs, just the Rogan Josh Curry with with a keyboard <laughs> for me. <laughs> wow, Seems fair yeah. enough. Yeah, he yeah. eats it off his bloody laptop, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Well, producer Pex, you've been told, mate. <laughs> Anywho, um, you dick. Thank you for listening, listener dear. If you enjoyed yourselves, please do leave us a review on iTunes. It's always very helpful for us and lovely for them to be read. Yes, it's absolutely <laughs> lovely for them to be read, guys. It is. It's lovely um, for them to I, be read. I think, as always, five stars ought to do it. 
I guess oh, so. Why yeah. not? I mean, I'd give it the full I mean, five. I mean, I'd give it the full five. Because I'm in it. To, is that the only reason? Just because yeah. you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> Seems fair enough. Uh, uh, so last month we asked you to leave reviews that contained facts. Clarky, what do you have for us? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Steve Cooper, one ledge, he Coop. said, uh, Bangers and Mash is an anagram of he sang armbands. Ooh, which one of us? Which one of us sang armbands? Armbands. Armbands. Very good fact, mate. Very good fact. So thank you for sending in your fact reviews. Yeah, what's it going to be for next month? This month, we'd like you to leave us a review and try and hide in the review somewhere uh, your uh, a Neil Young song title. Yeah, the title of a Neil Young song. Yeah, so works, for yeah. example, I laughed so hard that I didn't notice the needle and the damage done. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. I was chuckling so much, I became an old man. Very good. <laughs> Clarky. And a third one. A third one a third like one, that. And also... <laughs> Please do your P-Bam recommends if you've got a friend who you think if shares you've got your a sense friend. of humour. <laughs> you've got any friends, if guys. If you've got a friend, well done. You're doing better than yeah. the three of us. <laughs> you know, that place where you work, if there's someone who kind of shares your sense of humour and you want something to chat about at lunch times, recommend our podcast to them. Tell them to listen to Pappy's Bangers and Mash. Please do. Yeah, and also, um, uh, the other thing we'd like to ask you to do is um, stop listening to any other podcasts. Because they're, they're dominating the charts, the other podcasts. So this is a new thing we're asking you to do, and it's just completely... <laughs> Boycott all other podcasts. And, and, and one-star review them. No, don't do that. Including Flat Slam. Don't um, stop listening to it. Don't stop listening to that. No, uh, have, a, have a lovely time uh, next month. <laughs> we hope it's all right out there, and um, I guess we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Cheers, everyone. Bye! Guys, if you enjoy listening to the podcasts, then you may also enjoy watching us live in the actual flesh of life. Um, we have a residency in the middle of London town, Soho, at the Soho Theatre. It's called the Secret Dude Society. We have a live band. We host the night, do a lot of mucking around, and we have some of our brilliant friends, who are luckily also comedians, performing. So, let's give you the dates and the guests, and if you fancy coming along, please do. Clarky, when are we doing it next? Uh, yes, we're doing it on September the 26th. Yes, that's Ed Gamble and Sam Simmons, our very special guests. Then we've got a spooky Halloween special. October the 31st. That's David Trent and Richard Gadd. It's going to be a lot of shouting. Yeah, all it's going to be an angry one. It's going to be an angry show. Then in November, we're going to be bringing in Bonfire Night, and we're also going to be bringing Australia to you. Yes, uh, November the fourteenth. It's going to be Felicity Ward and Steen Raskopoulos. Let's just repeat: Woo-hoo. that is not Bonfire Night. Not Bonfire <laughs> Night, Thomas. It is Bonfire Month, and then a Christmas special. Uh, December the 19th Oh ho 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 It's a podcast special We've got Stuart Goldsmith From The Comedian's Comedian And the king of podcasting himself Richard Herring They're going to be interviewing us Simultaneously As we open our presents So um, (laughs) Come along Also all of those shows We should say All of those shows Will contain some combination Of Beasts Or Max in a Van Or Lazy Susan And DJ Peggs Will be there at every single one On the ones and twos Secret Dudes So the Secret Dudes site Please come along and be a member Tickets are available From the Soho Theatre website. Thanks for listening. See you there. Bye. Bye. Bye.